BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Toast End. Happy Friday, Friday. You gotta get down on Friday. Hope everybody's looking forward to the weekend. 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 What a beautiful rendition. Hey, Latterd. How you doing? You're giving us a little bit of sticky shoes. Are you sick or are you tired? I woke up just not feeling like 100%. So I'm working from home. That's why Wait, today's episode is... you weren't is feeling... 100%. 100%. Don't let them forget. Thank you for reminding Go me of my... till the end because you know that we are. Not enough people talk about my song 100%. Not at all. It's so good. It's serious. I haven't thought about 100%. In so long. I think about Toast all the time. You know, every anytime I of need course. like a song in the background for an Instagram that we have the rights to, like, right. you know, it's always Toast. But it's never 100%. I'm actually really glad you brought that up because I definitely feel like everybody sat on my um, follow-up hit single called 100%. It's available to stream on Spotify. I have two songs in case you're new here. One is kind of like our, it's anthematic. It's like the song of the Toast. It's called Toast. And it's amazing. And it was actually really hard to, you know, follow that up. Yeah. And I rose to the occasion. I fucking did. 100% is so good. And I feel like people sleep on it. I feel like people sleep on it too. And I actually, it's really one of those songs It's grown on me. Like when you yeah. first sent me the sample, I was like. The demo? The demo. I was like, I just, I didn't see the vision, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was kind of like a flop. But in wow. many ways, since it's been released, like in many ways, it's better than Toast. So what you're saying is that I'm not appreciated in my own time. No, and that you're not a one-hit wonder. Thank you. That's me and Olivia Rodrigo. Exactly. Um, so today's episode is going to be fun, flirty, and fresh, done from home. Thank you, everyone, for your patience. But it wouldn't be a toast episode if I didn't have the biggest news of the day. Really? What's the, the news? biggest news of the day. Oh, this she does. News. You guys, this is real. I can confirm. This is news... Over a year in the making, okay? I want to say two years. I want to say three. What's the news, La Turd? La Turd is on La Move. La Turd will be seeing the snow before Christmas because La Turd has found a new apartment. That's right. She said she would, and she did. And everyone, including her own motherfucking sister, 
was a doubter, non-believer. Because once were her dreamers. Yeah, no one talks about that lyric enough. It's like, yeah, we started doubting you, but we once dreamed. We were once dreamers. But we had dreamers. good reason. But then, you know, we moved on with our lives. Well, I didn't. And what's so crazy is like I was prepared to come on this podcast in the following weeks and tell everyone I was staying in my apartment. This apartment that I the, – the last apartment that I saw that I ended up taking was like this last-ditch effort. I was even – I was actually just going to cancel the appointment. I'm like, there's no way it's even going to work. Nothing has worked for me. It's below my budget. I was like, there's just no way. And I was Ben was like, let's just go. Let's just go. And we walked in and we knew it. We knew it. So I guess the message and the lesson here is to never give up on your dreams. No. And when you know, you know and trust your gut. Oh, I had my application, wire money. I had literally done everything yeah, within an hour. Yeah, that's when you're serious. That's what I meant. Like you weren't serious before with like, oh, three weeks later, I'll give an offer that's half of what they're asking. You don't want it. You never but know. You, you never know. You wanted this and you made it happen. And I'm literally moving in two weeks. Like it's so imminent. I'm going to LA. We have your book launch. And then right after that, I'm moving. So I might need to take a day off of work. I got to talk to HR. Um <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, me and Ben have not stopped talking about it. I have a huge kitchen. Like, like a real kitchen. Like, a home yeah. kitchen. Like, my ass, I'm learning to cook. That's my next thing. Like, I'm getting cookbooks and shit. Like, it's oh a kitchen. Oh, my God, that's added to the list. Jackie, it's a kitchen <laughs> that deserves to be cooked in. My kitchen now deserves nothing. No, I agree. Your kitchen right now is, like, a very much like a city kitchen. Carrie Bradshaw, shoes in the oven. It's like a galley. It's right. small. Like, there's no counter space. I have an island. Yeah, you're going to be having Wait. two cook guess what else I have what unheard of in New York City balcony well I do have that but that's not what I was referring to a garbage disposal in your unit Uh uh-huh no 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 garbage disposal the thing in the sink oh no I had one at my last apartment no you didn't yeah I did no you didn't no I no Jackie nobody has one you didn't have one (laughs) okay yeah yeah no no I didn't have one yeah no like I'm special and different like I have one and guess, guess what else I have, which was like the whole impetus for leaving this apartment. I have views. North, east, south, west. I can see it all from every room. I'm, I'm really humbled. And I wanted to thank everyone for joining me on this journey. Like I know how torturous it was. But my new home, like I have a bedroom. Like you coming to town, Jackie, stay with me. Like so we, will, true. we will all reap the benefits of my new home. So yes, I put you through torture, but like it's for you too. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that as you were going through this journey. Like, if I come with my family, as I do, yeah, two kids, husband, maybe Streisand, would you let us all stay with you? Of course. If you would all stay in one bedroom, I only have, it's only two bedrooms. You know, it would be like me, Harry, Charlie in one bedroom, and then we'd have to make, no, sorry, me, Zach, Charlie in one bedroom, and then okay. we'd have to make like Harry a little setup. We'd figure it out. Yeah. By the way, if you would stay, I would absolutely love yeah, to Yeah, I would stay. Bruno and Theo in my room. Oh my God, this is brethren. And so me and Ben have never had like an extra bedroom before. So we're kind of like arguing about what to do with it. Like for me, it's a guest room. Like we, it needs a king size bed, a TV and a desk so that like during, you know, non-visiting hours, someone can use it as an office. Right. And Ben's like so hell bent on the idea of a Murphy bed. Oh goodness. And, like, I don't know how to tell him, like, that's not happening. Why? What does he want to use the room for? He just wants, like, of course, if somebody's coming to stay, we have a bed, a Murphy bed. But, like, who knows, like, we could use all the space for something else. Like, he doesn't even have an idea. He just, like, wants to save the space. That's how it becomes a room full of crap. 
Agreed. Like, I want it to be, like, a really chic... Like, so many of the furniture in my current bedroom is not going to work in my new bedroom, but I have it for the guest room. Like, I already, uh, I already have everything I need. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's, like, my guest room in my house is full of furniture from New York. Oh, and you know what else I have? Mm. This is actually unheard of. What? A fireplace. Wow. Electric. So I, I don't stel- smell up the whole but place. But that's good. But Just like on, off, on, off. Like when I walked in, I was like, oh, this is the type of home I can cultivate a vibe in. I can get a chili on, light the fire. Oh, living room. My living room uh, lighting is on a dimmer. I Ooh. love a dimmer. I love a dimmer. It's perfect for setting and cultivating a vibe. Well, you're just in time because it's vibe season. Jackie, I'm making it by the skin of my teeth. And are you going to have to get new furniture? Like, are you going to get work with a designer or? So I'm going to move, take everything I own with me, and I'll reevaluate. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go and measure. Like, I'll bring all my shit and I'll figure it out. Yeah, and then you'll see what you need. Yeah, but I think I'll have to probably sell some of my stuff. A lot of my furniture here is oversized. This new apartment is like, it's big, but it's not like big enough for all of my furniture. So um, I'm going to have to get some new stuff. I'm going to have to sell some stuff. Like, okay, if I'm a listener, I'm asking, how is your next apartment like not big enough for your furniture, but your current apartment is? a good is? question. <laughs> so I live in a one bedroom right now. And it's just like this oversized one bedroom. It's a pre-war building, which basically what that means is that it's bigger. Like all the new buildings that are built in the last 20 years, they're, that's where like New York gets the stereotype for tiny apartments. Like it's, it's inhumane what they do. So if you find a building that's pre-war, this is like somebody lived in this apartment 50 years ago and like it was normal size for like normal people. That's not what I think of when I think of pre-war. I didn't know that's what it meant. That's what it what connoted. Do you, what do you think of? I just think it's like, made with quality materials it doesn't like go up with like sheetrock that too by the way like that people are always like how do your neighbors not complain about your singing it's because oh because i have real walls because they're pre-war like that to me is where pre-war comes in yeah but it's also about the sizing and and like the proportions and the ceiling height i didn't know that but actually it's crazy to me because i feel like 50 years ago people were smaller than they are today and they were but their apartments were not like when you look at miss mazel like that's pre-war <laughs> okay good to know so I live in a really big one bedroom. So I have a and big by the living way, room. Wait, which war? That's why I said fifty years ago. I'm not entirely sure. Also, um, at this point, fifty years ago, like was the eighties. No, I know. I think it's pre war is like the twenties. Yeah, so it's pre World War Two. I don't fucking know. Um, so I live in a one bedroom. Sound right off now, in the comments. Which war? Which yeah? What the fuck does pre war mean? Yeah. So I live in a one bedroom, but it's just really oversized. So I have like a huge couch, a huge dining table, rugs everywhere. My bedroom is enormous. Um, So I have really big furniture to fill the space of a one bedroom. Now, my next apartment is more square feet, but it's also two bedrooms and two full baths. And I have like a laundry room. So there's more square footage because there's more things. Rooms. But it's not as – like the dining room isn't the biggest thing you've ever seen. Whereas my dining room right now, like I have so much furniture in it because there was just nothing – like there was so much space. Yeah. So if that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense to me. I'm so excited. Like it's all I think about. I like this is just the best day of my life. Like thank God I've been waiting to move for so long. And you know what? Good, another lesson. Good things come to those who wait. I didn't rush. She did not. I did not. Well, I'm really excited for when you're in there. And I'll come see you because I might be coming in November. So maybe I would stay with you. 100%. Wow. I just need to get a new bed frame for your... For your room. Thuma. Thuma, yeah. And I also, I'm going to hit up some of our toe sponsors now that I'm like moving. I need a mattress. 
mattressfirm.com. Mm-hmm. I need just like a ton of stuff. I didn't need new uh bowl and branch like it's gonna be a, maybe, it's gonna be a, t- a maybe, toast approved apartment yeah maybe you get a new set of caraways to christen the new kitchen 100 percent. yeah i see big I need things it, for i need you. it all oh and of course before you move in you've got to wipe the place down with branch basics 100 <laughs> percent. so that's my major life update pretty much the only thing going on in my life except for the fact that you? I'm coming to see you in two days because my book is launching on Tuesday. You guys, we're getting so close to pub day. Are you sure it's not Monday? I'm positive. Oh my God, this whole time I thought it was Monday. No, Monday is a federal holiday. Oh, right. Yes, it is Columbus Columbus slash Indigenous Indigenous People's People's Day. Day. And the toast is honoring as we do all federal holidays and we will not be releasing an episode. So don't be looking for us on Monday, but come looking for us on Tuesday because it's a big day. So don't like look for us where you would normally find us on Monday, but you'll be hearing from me a lot because it's the day before pub day. Tuesday is pub day. Next week is pub week. So I think what you're trying to say is prepare to be sick of of me. me. If you're not already, I'm so excited For pub week, you guys. I'm so excited for campers to get their hands on this book, for counselors to read it to them, and for all of you guys to know, like, what the fuck I've been talking about. Also, so much in my life. Like, you know how I always quote, like, your special back to you, or just, like, thing, you know, your book, whatever. Like, there are so many phrases from the book that I find myself saying. I hope you like meatballs on top of spaghetti. spaghetti. Or anytime I say, whoa, I say, whoa, I'm not going in that lake. So true, which is what happens. Don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it, but, but just we to did, be able to speak we, freely. We did tease earlier in the week that something kind of monumental happens at the lake. Yeah, it gets a little crazy. Yeah. So if you haven't yet, pre-order your copy and get in on the fun. I'm doing a book signing at Books and Greetings in New Jersey on Saturday, October 14th at 11 a.m. It's going to be so much fun for the campers, for the counselors. Bring your kids if you want or not if you don't. And we're going to have some treats from Once Upon a Farm. They're sponsoring, sending pouches for the campers. That's so cute. So cute. So you could fuel up while you're in line. We're going to have a great time. And that is the only event I'll be doing next week. I was planning something else, um, but I actually don't have enough books to do the event because we sold out of the first printing. You know what you know what we call that? What? I don't know. I don't a know. Success. What, yeah. So um it won't affect like individual book orders because the warehouse is gonna be replenished on Thursday, but I just won't have enough books to do an event on Friday, which is cool. A good but problem to have. I'll miss you guys. I'm gonna do more events when I'm in New York next and throughout the holiday season I'm gonna do events in Florida. But just for launch week, it's the one event, Books and Greetings, Northvale, New Jersey. Come see Yard Girl. So exciting. What a big week next week is for Columbus, for the indigenous, and for Jackia. And the campers and the counselors. 100%. Yeah. So with all that said, I feel like we can dive into the past five stories that you need to know to round out the week and get you ready for the weekend. Who am I to stop you? You can't. I can't stop the beat, that's for sure. You can't. No, you can't. So without further ado, here are the fast five stories that you need to know. 
And the fast five stories that you, yes, you need to know are brought to you by Lululemon. It is officially sweater weather, and that means we need good leggings. And Lululemon is your one-stop shop for all different types of leggings, whether you're a casual leggings wearer, you like to travel in leggings, you are lead a very active lifestyle. They have all different types of Lululemons for whatever you are looking for. So here are some of our favorites. The fast and free leggings, those are the ones that are powered by the new Lux fabric. So they provide a weightless on-body sensation and incredible coverage, and it's designed for those looking for a legging that gives them a complete freedom from distractions while running or jogging. So these are really good leggings. If you are an active girly, you are working out, you are running, you need that 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 legging to hold you in and keep you free. That's the fast and free legging. They also have the Wonder Train legging, which are designed with one of Lululemon's most innovative fabrics. It's called Everlux. The Everlux fabric is their fastest drying fabric. So the Wonder Train leggings allow you to work hard and feel dry so you can effortlessly transition from sweat to street. So if you're a big sweater and you're working out and you need leggings that are not going to keep your, you know, coochie cold, you got to stay dry. Try the Wonder Train leggings. Also, even if you're not active, you're just like a sweaty person, which I definitely am. Wonder Train leggings are great. I just like leggings that keep dryness in mind. But by far, my favorite are the Align leggings. I happen to just love the Align collection from Lululemon. Those are powered by the Nulu fabric. They're designed for a person who wants a lightweight, low compression yoga solution that is also versatile enough for casual wear. It gives the wearer a next to nothing body sensation, so it's great for low intensity workouts or just for casual wear. Get into Lululemon leggings at lululemon.com. That's L-U-L-U-Lemon.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by The Farmer's Dog. The Farmer's Dog in our opinion, is the best option for dogs at all life stages because it's not kibble, it's not canned goo, it is real healthy dog food. So traditional dry and wet dog food options are super processed, they can use much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they are extremely difficult to portion accurately. But the farmer's dog isn't just fresh, healthy quality fresh, higher quality dog food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on the unique nutritional needs of your dog. So it makes it easy to help your dog maintain their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full healthy life. Um, The fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits. So for Theo, we switched him a little while ago. One of my biggest complaints was his breath. It just didn't feel normal. It didn't feel healthy and it certainly wasn't good. Switching over to the farmer's dog, his breath is so much better. His bowels are more consistent. He's making like, you know, better sizing and, you know, more consistent poops. His coat is super shiny. He just has like an overall spring in his step. And I really, I'm so glad I switched to the farmer's dog. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live a more healthy, happy, and full year together with your dog. And so that means more magical moments with your dog, but no adjective. Actual magic is required. Get 50% off your box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Plus, you get free shipping when you go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. So go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast and you will get 50% off your first box plus free shipping and a lifetime of joy and happiness with your Strice brethren, which honestly is the best thing I could possibly offer. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Our first story. Let's see is what it I, sad? Let's see what I chose. Yeah, it's making me sad. Sophie Turner leaves day one of Joe Jonas custody and divorce mediation after eight hours. And then it was also reported that Joe left two hours after that so that he was there for 10 hours. But Sophie and Joe spent eight hours together on Wednesday during day one of their four-day mediation. The Game of Thrones star was photographed leading the meeting in New York alongside her lawyer at 6 p.m. wearing jeans and white t-shirt and a green cable knit sweater. Earlier in the day, she was spotted leaving Taylor Swift's apartment where she's been staying with her two daughters. The two uh, formerly married stars arrived separately and left at different times. Um, this is really sad. I also can't remember a celebrity breakup or divorce in recent memory. 
where we had so much information and photos on like the timeline and and details like it feels so wrong yeah but it's all it's so public maybe it's happening so quickly because like of the way that she had to sue them for keeping the kids um because usually people get file for divorce maybe in a few months they'll have their trial I think these two have their trial in January but they're trying to do mediation to figure out a way to co-parent and exist without going to court yeah. So I hope an eight-hour day means it was a success. I also feel like I feel like most custody arrangements, and forgive me if I'm wrong, start with mediation. Like everybody tries yeah, because to mediate. you you hope and you want to think that you can do it without right. copious lawyers and a judge, and you can come to an agreement. But I guess you know most of the time you can't. No, and especially with like the UK of it all, it's so complicated. I feel like I don't want to be negative, but I really don't feel like they can settle this without going to court. Yeah, I feel like they're going to wind up spending a lot of time in New York just because it's like in between. Central, yeah. It's New York and L.A. Everyone can work from New York. Yeah. I I also think we have so much information on the comings and goings of everyone because they're in New York. Yeah. Like, New York is just like L.A. You can like go to see your lawyer and go in the back and nobody can see you. But like New York, you pull up in a cab and you have to walk. Like it's just the vibe of the city that makes it more um, – like paparazzi friendly, honestly. Yes, but I feel like in so many ways, New York is where celebrities come to be anonymous. Not in this situation. But, yes. You know, LA is more like the paparazzi city, all these restaurants you can't go to without being snapped. But there is something about the legal proceedings here that make it just very visible. Harder. But yes, celebrities do come to New York to disappear. And that's because people in New York, like the civilians, don't give a fuck. Yeah. Even though, like, don't speak for me because I care. Yeah, I mean, everyone cares. They just like to think that they, they like to think that Act. they're the types that they don't care. Yeah, no, we care. Yeah. We care a hell of a lot. So I hope they're able to mediate it. This whole situation gives me such a pit for everyone involved. I know. It's really sad, especially like when you think they're so far off. You know, like he yeah. wants to live in America. She says we agreed to live in the UK. They have that house in the UK. Like they're... Not even close. Yeah, and their daughters are, like, going to be starting school soon and need to, like, they don't want to be going. They need to get settled. Yeah, they can't be, like, switching schools in the middle of the year. It's giving parent trap. Yeah, yeah. That's what Nick and Elizabeth were up against. Yeah, what they did, like, probably was one of the worst decisions two parents <laughs> could have made. Splitting up not just siblings, twins. twins. You guys None have of seen. people talk about that. The neglect. No, like, the poor decision making. two identical strangers, and I get served all these reels of, like, twins in utero and, like, premature yeah. twins who, like, don't know that they've been born yet. And so the way that they act, thinking that they're, they're still so connected. The room, they're, they're one. Yeah. No, and, like, I'm sorry, but Nick and Elizabeth are no better than the Elise Wise agency. No, we don't talk enough about how the parents in Parent Trap were psychological terrorists. That was psychological torture. And how the kids turned out to be so well. No wonder they got to camp and started bullying immediately. Right. No, you so true. <laughs> they were deeply disturbed individuals. No wonder they both had to go to the isolation cabin. But like they were having behavioral issues. Gee, I wonder why. Maybe because I was separated with my twin. And not at even birth. At, not even at birth. I feel like it was like a few months later. So they. Yeah. It like. They had grown accustomed to life together. Yeah. They knew that the other one existed. And then this half of them was just ripped from them. I'm so glad we're having this conversation because it's really it needed to be said. 
Yeah, which is why, even though the camper and the counselor is parent trap coded, it kind of like solves that inherent issue no. because it's just a singular camper. Jackie, you know what you're doing? I'm healing the trauma. You're doing better. <laughs> like you said you would. Like I said I would. No, that's so true. Thank you for making the distinction. So just know if you do pick up a copy of The Camper and the Counselor, like you're not supporting psychological terrorism. No, and there's no like long lost twin who's been ripped from well, the Well, actually, bosom. maybe that's the sequel. She, she comes next summer. British Camper. Oh, yeah. No, that is French Camper and Italian Camper. Yeah. Buongiorno, cancelliore snitches. It's me, French Camper. <laughs> Can I bring my uh, cigarettes? No. <laughs> Anyways. Wishing them well. Wishing them well. Our next story, someone else who needs to be wished well. It's like a dramatic headline for like a semi-dramatic story. But once we parse it out, it's like not that drama. But it's like the breaking news tab on page six. So they're trying to like make it drama. Drake may be taking a break from music for maybe a year due to health issues. Okay. So Drake is taking a hiatus to take care of a personal matter. He was on Sirius XM Sound 42 table for one show. He said, I probably won't make music for a little bit. I'm going to be real with you. I need to focus on my health first and foremost. And I'll talk about that soon enough. Nothing crazy, but just like, you know, I want people to be healthy in life. I've been having the craziest problems for years with my stomach. I'm just saying what it is. So so I need to focus on my health and I need to get that right. And I'm going to do that. Well, lest we not forget, Drake is Jewish, and nobody has more stomach and gastrointestinal issues than the Jewish people. So he's honoring his heritage by falling victim to what we all experience, and just know that your people are with you, Drake. Yeah, he's got to get his gut health in order. Maybe he should try seed. That's what I'm thinking. But it's like, on the one hand, wow, he's having bad enough stomach issues that he's taking a break from music for a year. Like, this is kind of serious. On the other hand, if Drake didn't put out music for a year, if any artist doesn't put out music for a year, uh, that's fine. No one's batting eyelash. You need to take the time. Right. You need to live. You need to write, experience. You need to tour. It's a process. Now, I will say, Drake is, like, obviously, like, a very eligible bachelor, and now because he said it like I am envisioning him on the toilet screaming crying you know shouting for help um because he said it like he said I'm having the craziest stomach so I'm picturing him completely naked drenched in sweat screaming crying throwing up you know and I just almost wish he didn't do that because now the image in my brain I have of Drake has been permanently altered yeah yeah it's hard to say you're having stomach issues like without just envisioning that whenever like I'm like, let's say I'm I'm having some sort of stomach issue. Like, let's say I'm having diarrhea. I will like nine times out of 10 tell someone, if it's somebody who I like care about how they see me, I'll tell them I threw up instead of having diarrhea. Of course, like, why is throwing up so much more palatable than the other end? Because it's not duty. Like, that's the thing. It's ND. It's not duty. Yeah. Like, I'm not the only one who does that, right? Okay, maybe Drake's been throwing up. He would have said it, though, to throw us off the scent. Yeah. And when you say stomach issues, like girls with stomach issues, it's duty. Like, we I know, like, you but know. But I feel like gr- when girls with stomach issues are being like girls with stomach issues, it's constipation. Or IBS. What's that? But what, how does IBS manifest itself? Blowout. Yikes. Yeah, and I just feel like this is Jake really showing his male privilege because a girl would never say this. <laughs> no, but girls are always talking about their stomach. But like in girl communities, you know? You think? 
Yeah. No, they girls love talking about their stomachs. You know what's I I feel like there was a time where I I maybe like played into that because like that's what the girls were talking about. Mm-hmm. But, you just wanted to like you know get along with everyone. Yeah, I was just trying to make friends. But I actually feel like you say like Jewish people like have like stomach issues. Like I don't relate to that. Like I feel I don't want to jinx myself, but I just feel like I'm like regular degular. That's such a privilege, and not you like bragging about it. I don't feel like I'm regular degular. Like you don't. Some, like the most random things can set me off. Is that not from Ozempic? <laughs> uh, you're obsessed with me, and no, it's been my whole life. Honestly, like, really? like for no re- for you no have reason tummy at all. Issues? Yeah, like for no reason at all. Like I'll get the runs. Like why? That's so weird. Yeah, you don't get that. No. Oh, not for I like do. no reason at all. But like sometimes, like I probably ate something wrong. Okay, but like how many times a year? A year? I don't know. A year's a long time. Let's do how many times a month? Twice. One or less. One or none. We're splitting hairs here. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to I just think you're like in in denial that you're a part of the crew because based on the frequency that you just spoke 12 times a year. I'm just like, you know, I'm like... I'm a sufferer and I just like suffer in silence. So maybe it's like I'm not even registering when I'm having this experience because I'm just like, let's get through it. It's over. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not like tabulating. That's fair. You definitely are like a sufferer in silence. Whereas like me, I'm in pain. Everybody's going to know. I have a chronic issue. You're going to text the chat. Everyone's going to know. And I'm going to make it into like uh, what chronic illness do I have? Right, 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 right. Okay. Well, wishing Drake well, I don't think – he needed to share this because, one, now we're thinking about it. Two, if he didn't release music for a year, like, nobody would think anything of it. He's not, like, an artist on the rise who needs to, like, keep putting out music. Like, okay, don't do not do anything for a year. See if I we feel care. like he also just put out an album. And, and he also just did, like, a big tour. So a taking a break would be, you know, very common. Yeah. I guess we have to respect his transparency. For sure. And all that travel really can mess up your stomach. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> Except I don't know if, like, you fly on your own private jet that has a king bed. Like, I don't know if you still get the same things that we get. No, not the same. But, like, there's still the cabin pressure. Still you're in unfamiliar places, maybe eating new food, jet lag. No, but seriously, I feel like when you travel like Drake does, nothing's unfamiliar. Like, you bring everything with you. No, I know. I'm just, Drake has problems, too. That's true. Celebrities, they're just like us. They get diarrhea. (laughs) Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. A little new romantic news. Baby, with a new romantics, come come along with me. Someone who was never on our list, but should have absolutely been on our list, but now would be taken off our list because they're in a new relationship, okay. is Jay Cutler. He has gone Instagram official with Samantha Robertson three years after his divorce from Kristen Cavallari. So he absolutely should have been on our list. Absolutely should have been on our list. We could have had so much fun with him. I'm just thinking of all of the good times we could have shared in the last three years. Us, yeah. We, we dropped the ball. But it's a reminder that we should add Kristen to our list. Yes. Has she been in any, like, major public relationships since her divorce? Not really long relationships, but she was dating that comedian Jeff Dye. Was yeah, that his name? yeah, yeah. There's a rumor that she went on a date with Morgan Wallen because she was, like, at his concert. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it was just because she was at his concert. Like, I don't know how much credence there Truth. is. Yeah. And then, of course, like the Southern Charm Boys. Who oh, knows what yeah. happened there? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyways, Jay Cutler has found love with Samantha Robertson. They have gone Instagram official. They post, uh, posted a photo posing on a balcony in front of a stunning sunset in Montana with Samantha leaning on Jay, resting her arm on his back. And a couple Jay other Cutler, photos from their travels. Jay Cutler, like, really, like, I feel looks-wise, also just brand-wise, reminds me so much of Aaron Rodgers. okay. Do you feel that? I do. I do. Like they're both just like football players who are handsome and like had celebrity relationships. Maybe that's why I think they're so similar. Yeah. They're also like kind of probably around the same age. They're also kind Brunette. of like renegades in what they say and do. Like they don't yes. give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. They just say what's on their mind. <laughs> yeah. I could no, see Aaron. There's a similar energy. There's a similar energy. Like I could see when Aaron's done with the NFL, like him doing a podcast, just like Jay yeah. Cutler does now. He does a podcast? I believe so. Because I remember he did Sophia with an F and then Sophia went on his and I listened to both oh, episodes. you're right. And it was remember really we were shipping them so hard. Un- uncut with Jay Cutler. Sounds like a podcast about uh, circumcision. I think that's the point. It's a play on words. And he's Jay Cut. And he's he uncut. He also hasn't released an episode since September 2022. So maybe so he's over done. over a year. Maybe he's out of the game. We also need to keep a list of podcasts that started that ended. I love that idea. Because every celebrity, every influencer, everyone comes out with a podcast. They do this like big thing and then, you know, everyone shoots to number one and they screenshot it. But like, what happened a year later? Are we still okay, doing so our start podcast? The list. Start the list because I don't know. I don't know if I made this a story, but they canceled Emily Ratajkowski's podcast. Yes, I saw that too. So podcasts that are over. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. And also, they could always come back and they'll come off our list. Yeah, of course. M. Rada. But M. Rada, I read the story about hers. It's like she still owns her podcast. She could bring it back if she wants to. But like Sony folded it because I think they said she had too much of an international audience and, and advertisers wanted domestic listeners. Okay, so maybe she'll come off the list. Also, I mean, famously, Megan and Harry. Oh, my goodness. Also, Kim Kardashian's, like, fake justice podcast, whatever that was. Yeah, Archetypes, Kim, Spotify, I'll call it. Wow, I don't even know the name. Right. Um, I'm just looking online. Yeah, there's this um, 13 celebrity podcasts you need to listen to. And, like, the first three are already canceled. High, low, Archetypes. That's funny. Um, so far, all of these, I believe, are still. And I'm sure there are a bunch that have like kind of shuttered, but there was no announcement. You know, if we went. Yeah, and that's dug- how it is. Like you'll slowly. Yeah. Oh, she's still releasing. OK, OK. Who? I didn't know that Sophia Bush had her own podcast. I know that there was like a, a bunch of the girls from One Tree Hill, but she has her own called Work in Progress. But they literally put out an episode yesterday. So cool. I didn't know Michelle Obama had a podcast. Yeah. Oh, my, yes, you did. Yes, you did on Spotify. But I thought, I thought it was her and her husband. No, he has a podcast with Bruce Springsteen, I think. What? Yeah. And I think it's all on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember that they did a deal with Spotify. Okay, so sorry. She, the, she was on the list. Oh, Ashley Graham's podcast. What happened to that? Remember Kim went on it? Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me look it up. 20, oh, it's done, 2020. Put her on the list. <laughs> this is funny. 
It is because like I just I keep going to these articles like 25 celebrity podcasts you need to listen to for inspiration. And let's see if any of them are still. Oh, Smartless. Yeah, we know that one's still up. That one's still up. I heard Smartless is ending. No, (laughs) stop. (laughs) That would be like the best day of my life. I'm totally kidding, by the way. I have a lot of respect for them. Oh, my God. Of course. Like this is all, it's all in good fun. It's, I don't think anybody thinks that it's not in good fun. Also, like, we are completely punching up. Like, yeah, like, they don't totally. care about us. I didn't know Ricky Lake had a podcast. Me neither. Does she? Let's search. Everyone has a podcast, Claudia. Mm, she hasn't released an episode since July 2023, but she could be on break. Yeah, she could be on break. I won't add her to the list yet. Uh, Anderson Cooper? That doesn't sound right. Maybe his show then becomes a podcast. Nope. November 2022. Put him on the list. <laughs> Oprah? Mm. I feel like Oprah wouldn't quit a podcast. Like if she's doing No, and it. I feel like if it was like actually Oprah talking, like it would be the biggest podcast in the world. Probably like some affiliate. Yeah, because it stopped on 2018. Like that's, this list I'm looking no. at is is old. Does Anna Faris still do her podcast? I think so. Her podcast, like, she's a podcaster. so big at one time. Yeah. Her podcast, yep, she had Glennon Doyle on two days ago. Glennon Doyle. That's when you know you're podcasting. By the way, (laughs) that's how you know you're podcasting. (laughs) Ellen Pompeo. (laughs) This is the most fun game I've ever played. Let me know if you're getting annoyed with me yet. I'm not. But we're obsessed with podcasts. Ellen Pompeo, bye, hasn't released an episode in a year. We're just obsessed with podcasting, Claudia. Oh, you know who we have to add to the list? Who? Margot Ashray, best of both. You know who we have to add to the list? Olivia Ashray, maternity live. <laughs> Put them on the list. The Ashray sisters. Yeah, the sisters Ashray couldn't crack it. But Margo still does redheads. True. What does Olivia have to say for herself? I just have to say about the redheads, our episode hit number 11 in the arts. So you're a woman in the arts. Oh, we are women in the arts. And the episode is so good. We read Fourth Wing, talking about Fourth Wing, and you guys need to become a redhead. It's never too late to become a redhead. Ever. I'm like downloading it so that when, like, I don't want to forget because I'm going to read the book and then I want to listen to the episode. So I have to read my book club book first. I really need to start. What's your book club book again? The Measure. We read that for the Redheads. Oh, I'll listen to the Redheads episode as well. Yeah, I'm so curious to hear your thoughts on it. It was one of my best books of the year, and it's probably my first book club recommendation. Like, if you are in a book club, read Mm. The Measure. It's so good for chit-chatting. Oh, good, because we had, like, a big meeting with the book club, because we've now all, there's seven people in the book club. We've been doing it for seven months, so now we're starting again. And we're like, listen, we all need to do better with the selects. Like, everyone's trying too hard, like, trying to be different like we need to pop our pussies this year and so Rachel came out strong with the measure it's really hard to do a book club and pick books that you have not read like if I did a book club like you know Oprah and Reese they read hundreds of books and then they pick the best one and they recommend it and you know that it's good with red it's actually like it's not even a book club because it's like it's a recommendation yeah with redheads like we're all taking shots in the dark and most of them are strong there's a few exceptional ones and there's a couple misses which also makes it fun but it does make it difficult yes 
Any other celebrity podcasts come to mind? I'm obsessed with this. No, but we'll we'll keep our list running. Yeah. Oh, drop a comment. Like, who's a celebrity podcast that you listen to and they just stop doing it? Yeah, totally. Anyway, so back to Jay Cutler. His podcast is over. I think oh, Aaron right. Rodgers could do a podcast because Aaron Rodgers goes on the Pat McAfee show now like every day. Once a week, yeah. Making headlines. And he's just like sitting back, cracking he's a on. He's cracking he's a on in the Love Island terms. And I think he could do that on a podcast whenever he chooses. Yeah, I think so too. Even though I think he's probably going to take – actually – no, I don't think he would take a broadcasting deal because he likes to be say to say whatever whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I feel like he would be actually a great podcaster because he kind of runs his mouth. And mm-hmm. there are other people who like to talk, but they, you know, everything they say is very like approved. They do and the talking points. Perfect hit, for TV. They hit the points. And yeah. those people should be on TV. And yeah. that's what TV wants. But Aaron, no, he's got a mouth for podcasting. So true. Because like, did he go on Joe Rogan? That's an amazing question. Because I know they were like, I know they're friendly and there was a time where they were very. um, Oh, yes, he was. August 2022. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I think he's got what it takes. Before we move on, may I say something? You may. Because our next two stories actually need to be coupled together. So this would be the perfect time. Okay, so that's why I was going to do it. But I just like wanted to let you know why you could say it. Thank you so much, Jackie. These next two stories that are coupled together are brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place, all on your own terms. So whether you need a website made for your business, a side hustle you want to start, what you do for work, there's a million reasons. And you know, in this day and age, you got to have a fire website. No one's going to take you seriously without it. But it's kind of like a daunting task to build a whole website. I think a lot of people study for many years on how to do that. And if you wanted to pay a company to do that, it would cost you a lot of money. And that's where Squarespace comes in. They can get your website up and running for whatever it is that you possibly need it for so quickly and it will look so professional. So whether you're selling custom merch, you want to sell your products in an online store, you want to even sell in person, they have a point of sale where you can... um, sell in person by connecting a square reader to the Squarespace app. You can keep your orders, your inventory, your customer data. You can keep it all in sync with your online store. Whether you want to, you know, create a portfolio, you're a videographer or a photographer and you want to have like a video collection or a photo collection, whatever you're using your website for, there is a template on Squarespace that will make it so easy to navigate. It'll look so well done and it'll all be done so easily with Squarespace and you. And there's really no better reason than to go with Squarespace. So, if you want to head to squarespace.com, you can get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com toast and you'll get 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com toast for 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Thank you, Lachard. You're welcome, Lajax. Our next story, some of our favorite subject matters, Costco, chili, debate. Okay. Costco's chili stirs up debate on TikTok regarding one controversial ingredient. So as you guys know... It's chili season. Costco apparently has chili because of course they do. They have everything. I'm sure their chili is delicious. Some TikTokers were posting like it's chili season back at Costco showing the goods. But now there's a debate raging about whether or not beans belong in chili. Okay. So Costco's chili, the Kirkland Signature Chili, is made up of usual suspects, beef, onions, cheese, wide range of spices. But the controversial addition that's truly gotten some heat are the kidney and pinto beans. So do you think beans belong in chili? Obviously. Like I thought that 
beans were the key ingredient in a chili. No, beans is what makes it a chili and not like a meat stew. I'm just rethinking everything I know. But also, I feel like my idea of chili is based on like the pinnacle of chilies, which for me growing up was like the Wendy's Wendy's. chili. And that was a bean chili. But the thing about chili and something that we do, do not really participate in is like sour cream and cheese because it's the mixing of meat and dairy. So I don't do that in my chili. I'd never, I wouldn't because that sounds literally disgusting. Oh, I but do. like Ben wouldn't. Oh, you do? Oh, hell yeah. He oh, doesn't ben put wouldn't. cheese on his chili? I don't think so. I can't, chili without sour cream is like French fries without ketchup. Like sure, I'll do it, but it could be so much better. Uh, I mean, you know my take on this. I actually, I don't love French fries and ketchup. Like, I think good French fries don't require ketchup. That's what my husband says, too, and I just think he's wrong for that. Like, the best French fry in the world is made even better with a smattering of Like, ketchup. I don't have ketchup on my McDonald's French fries because they're so good. No. You're wrong for that. That's like how at Sugarfish, they don't give you soy sauce. Soy sauce. they think their sushi doesn't need it. But my mouth is just so accustomed to, like, sushi and soy sauce. Like... Yeah, the sushi's great, but where's the sauce, bro? No, I hear you, but I actually, I agree with the sugarfish people. Like, you're going to put out good shit, then I'll respect it, you know? You don't need to, like, mask it. Right, with crapola MSG. Yeah, I just, I understand their arguments. I do, but I just know how I feel on my taste buds and, like, what I require. I also didn't know that beans was considered, like, a polarizing subject when it came to chili. Like, I, I thought it was so obvious. That's like putting, you know meat in your chili like it's duh yeah I didn't know that was one of the things that were like optional I thought you know obviously a tomato base meat and beans were what you need and then the other you get creative you get creative some people put corn ew some people put uh bell peppers I one of my recipes calls for bell peppers and I do it I like it when Ben makes chili if we have peppers he puts them in I like it too but Zach doesn't like peppers so that's so funny. I feel like of all the vegetables, like I can tolerate a, a pepper. Like they really taste like nothing. He's so anti-pepper. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. We're talking like bell pepper, right? All peppers. And cracked pepper he really doesn't oh, go for. I am with him. Cracked <laughs> pepper is the devil's dust. Like there's quite <laughs> literally no reason pepper needs to exist. When a meal comes at a restaurant and you can just tell it's covered in pepper, I'm out. And of course, like red pepper flakes, but I don't hate, do those either. Hate, <laughs> hate. But like if I ever make stuffed peppers, like he won't engage. And that's hurtful. I love stuffed peppers. Okay, I love stuffed peppers too, but like I'm eating the stuff, not the peppers. Right, but I feel like for him, he's so anti-pepper. It's like he is to peppers as like Margo is to cream cheese. I understand, like stubborn. Stubborn about it that I don't even know if he would eat what's in the boat because he can't get over the vessel itself. Oh, well that's nutty because... I'm the pickiest bitch alive and like I'll tell you a bell pepper tastes like nothing. I know. And you know why I actually weirdly have like a soft spot in my heart for bell peppers even though it's like not something you would think I would eat? Why? Because when you cook them in a pan like nothing smells better than that. Like your house is immediately like the most delicious place on the planet. Are you sure? Yeah I love the smell. Well you should put some peppers on the stove to christen your new house. 100%. I'm so excited for your cooking journey. I'll send you some I'll send you some cookbooks from Amazon. Yeah, I have one cookbook. We used it for uh Rosh Hashanah and like I feel like it went so well. You know who you're gonna love? Who? Joanna. Half baked harvest. Yeah, no, I saw those cookies in her book when I was at your house. Like it's legit. It's legit. Yeah, that's those are the best recipes. And Joanna, I love. I love them all. Ina's great too, but Ina's food's like weirdly healthy. No, and I need to get like one of those pl- like um a spl- 
cookbook opener holders. Yeah, it's like made of lucite and it's like so chic. Yeah, no, I have one. And when I got it, they actually accidentally sent two. So I gave one to Olivia because like that's what you do. But I know she doesn't use cookbooks. I don't think she uses it. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, no, like the thing is I have an island in my new apartment, which I've never had before. And I think that really changes actually like the feng shui of your home. Because I was saying to Ben, like now my dining room, my living room and my kitchen are all the same room. Yeah, so like people, you could be, or Ben's cooking, you're on the couch, you're together. It creates togetherness. It creates togetherness. And like that's what I think my home is missing. Like that's why I'm always in my bed. Like I I don't want to be in my bed so much. Like I want to spend time in my living room, if that makes sense. Yeah, I do. So I'm re- like, I'm so excited. I don't like, I can't think of anything else. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to stay there. We can cook together. We can vlog. Oh, that's the other thing. Like, this is just like a content friendly home. There's so much natural light. There's like a big kitchen. Like, if I really did want to like make a cooking vlog, I, I have the perfect place for a tripod. You do. Right now, my kitchen is like straight. It's a galley, kind of like a hallway. And that's not conducive for content. Yeah. So it's good for business. Oh, oh, oh and I didn't even mention this. I have the biggest bathtub. Oh, wow. I didn't see. I need to watch the video again. You do. I watched it like I fast forwarded it just to like see because you needed an answer for me on yeah. what I thought. But now that I know that that's like where I'm going to be staying. Yeah. Where we're going to be making chilies. I and me and Ben were again. actually saying how we actually like the guest bedroom better than what's considered like the primary bedroom. It's just like a better like vibe. Like there's so much like light that we have sick views. Like it's just like a really good bedroom. That's kind of like I love my master bedroom at home, but my guest bedroom is really great here too. Like just great feng shui. Everyone who yes. stays there loves it. Yes. So um, I have a big tub that I can fit in. Bath time Q&As are coming back. I have not taken a bath in my home in years. And at first it was because I was too fat. Right. And – but then it was just like, I want a big tub. Like now I, I'm just not, I'm not interested. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to be in my tub for hours. Like I need to get an iPad for my tub. Yeah. You need to get like, um, what are those things that goes across a table. the tub? I have one. They're yeah. kind of crappy though. They like, they don't. Secure. No. And like, it's annoying. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just and not it's, right. And it's annoying. Yeah. So anyways, I'm pro beans and chili, but sound off in the comments. Yeah. But people, that's the thing. And what I love about chili is it's so personal. I know some people put peanut butter in theirs. I know people have cornbread with it. I know people have Cinnabons with it. Like, it's regional for sure. Yeah. But it's also personal. It's how you grow up. And I do feel like you can't mess up a chili. And whatever you want to put in your chili, like, it's it's customizable. Yeah. But I do feel like beans are the bedrock. Beans are the bedrock. <laughs> beans are better. the bedrock. Beans, beans are, are the bedrock that nobody can deny. Except for these people on TikTok, but they'll find fault with anything. Speaking of TikTok, um, we made a TikTok account for the toast. It's called at the toast pod. And I'd appreciate any followers. I really would. How are we doing on followers? Oh, you know, I have TikTok on my iPad. Oh, I think I'm logged into the toast you pod are. now. They'll we probably have about make... 5,000 followers and yeah. it's not enough. I was logged out. Okay, it's going to take me a year to get back in, but I will. We don't have enough followers, so we have five thousand. Five thousand. Okay, if everyone who listens to this podcast, who has TikTok, how many mm. people do you think who listen to the podcast have TikTok? I would say forty percent. Oh wow, I was going to say sixty. Okay, we'll meet in the middle of fifty. Fifty goes and follows will be respectable. Yeah, we need to be respectable, you guys. Like, help us. Yeah, come on, don't let your girls be embarrassed. Don't make me buy followers because you know my ass well. <laughs> 
Are you ready for our fifth and final story? A little more food news. A little more food news. Burger King drops a new french fries and onion rings combo. Oh, oh, I thought you meant they were overhauling their french fries because I was about to be upset. I actually think they have good fries. They do have good fries. So you'll never have to be torn between fries or onion rings again with Burger King's latest menu item, Havsies, it's called. Starting October 12th, customers can order Havsies, a side or order of half french fries, half onion rings. The ideal Cute. combo for indecisive guests. The new item is available a la carte or as part of a small, medium, or large value meal. Now, to no one's surprise, like I don't really fuck with onion rings. <laughs> to no um, one's surprise. So this is cool for other people. I never struggle be- with like, damn, should I get the fries or the onion rings? Like it's always fries for me. But I imagine there are people who deal with that um, I kind of dealt with it when I was on our mukbang and I forget where we were, but they had tater tots. I'm like, oh, tater tots are fries. Tater tots are fries. Yeah. So should we do a half and half? Like, I love that. I love that. It's really, really thoughtful for them Making to decisions that. is is really hard. Like, yeah. all different types. So Burger King doing their part to alleviate that stress. Like, we have to be grateful. Yeah, especially like there are big decisions that need to be made every day. Like, which apartment are we going to get? Right. And so to take out some of these smaller decisions just makes life more beautiful. To take out some of these smaller decisions just makes life more beautiful. I also did not know that Burger King had onion rings. I've never had them. I feel like if you had pressed me and asked, I would have said, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's actually crazy that like more fast food joints don't have onion rings. It's not crazy, actually, because when I think of burger, I think of fries. I don't need it's onion rings. It's not crazy. But where... Onion rings are like so random. Where do you eat onion rings? Like a diner? Yeah, or I guess a burger joint that would have like, you know, good onion rings. Because I feel like onion rings are really hard to get right. Like yes. they go, they turn to crap so quickly. They have to be eaten hot. They have to be prepared well. Nothing better than like a shoestring onion ring though. You wouldn't know, but yeah. I know what you're talking about. They like kind of look like. PJ Clark's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go to PJ Clark's, get the onion rings. And the chili. PJ Clark's has great chili. And the mashed potatoes. I I forget who I was just having this conversation with. Oh, when I was at to dinner with Ben and our friends, we were eating at Polo Bar. So it's like very um, sides oriented because it's a kind of like a steakhouse vibes. So like we had mashed potatoes and we were talking about like the best sides on the planet. And it's like universal truth that the best mac and cheese on the planet is from? Boston Market. Yes, for sure. Yeah. How do we get here? I don't know. I was talking about PJ Clark's. Oh, their mashed potatoes. Oh my God, so good. But also the mashed potatoes I was eating that night. Oh, that's how I got there. The mashed potatoes that I was eating that night that started that conversation were excellent from Polo Bar. I, I love a fucking mashed potato that looks like a soup. I like a chunky. No. And I like skin in. <laughs> that's why I don't really fuck with Wendy's french fries. They're skin on. Yeah. It's like they're trying to prove like it's fast food, but they're real potatoes. We don't care. No, they're not. Right. Like, (laughs) oh, you painted on some skin like you think you're fooling us. (laughs) Well, for everyone who's was torn between onion rings and fries, worry no more. And I I like this trend. I just want to say I like the idea of halvesies. Like if we did fries and tots. What else? Fries and cheese fries. They have those uh, chicken sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I think some some have mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Yeah, no, just being able to, like a combo. Like a combo. Variety. We love variety. Guess we'll have to do another mukbang, Turdy Lou. Oh, bitch, you know I'm down. With my car? 
Yeah, but we have to really do one down here because one, it would be like so no, easy. The one in New York was genuinely one of the worst afternoons of my life. It was seriously. No, no. like I can't Jackie, even. No. I don't even want to hear you complain because you were nine months pregnant and you had to, got to sit in the car the whole time. I had to run in and pick up all of our food. No, I was so not okay. It was horrible, but we did discover Sonic, which was like, I'm grateful for. No, like, it's nice that you want to paint it with a pretty picture, but it was horrible. Like, I'm Terrible. not even saying, like, I'm not, like, I look back on it, like, so. And I shiver. Unfondly. Yeah. And I quake. It was, oh my, I can't, remember when we were sitting on the outer rail for, like, 40 oh minutes? Oh my God, that traffic, yeah. Because we took the motherfucking outer rail. yeah. I remember. It was frightening, you guys. This is the last you're going to hear from us until Jackie's book comes out. So <gasps> the I next just time think, you guys hear from me on this forum, I'm going to be a published author. Author. That's crazy. It's so exciting. So make sure to get your copies. Reminder that Monday, there's no show. Tuesday, we are back. Jax is going to be in New York. It's pub day, OG recipe all week. It's OG recipe all week, but I had booked a guest co-host before I knew that Jackie was coming to New York and I didn't want to move him. It's just, it's someone who's been on the toast who everybody loves. So we decided to just keep him on yeah, and have like, the toast be the three of us. Because what if he just joined us? That would be fun. So that's one day next week. Next week is going to be really fun. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we got Jackson's studio. So much content got, next week. I'm also doing Talk Shop Live again on Wednesday yes. at six o'clock. So we're just going to be having fun in the studio, camper and counselors, selling books, Talking smack. Thursday, we've got great trifecta. Yep. Friday is always a party. <laughs> it's always a party. And then Saturday, I'm going to be meeting you guys at Books and Greetings, 11 a.m. Northvale, New Jersey. You have to get a ticket in order to come to the event. So the link is in my Instagram. I'm going to keep posting it on my stories. You have to get a ticket. Your ticket buys you a book. A and, signed and, and book. And entry. And entry. So that's what you're paying for when you buy the ticket. You are buying a signed book and you get to meet your girl and Once Upon a Farm tings. Fabulous. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Toast, the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast stories you need to do money. Wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the three-day weekend if you have it. And we love you dearly. Bye. Love ya. Bye.